0: Welcome to Deep Well Astrology. I'm Allison Disler, a psychological astrologer and somatic educator, and in this podcast we'll explore how astrology can illuminate our embodied consciousness and nourish our soul. Welcome to Thursday and the Deep Well Astrology Podcast. I'm Allison, your host and guide as we dive deep into the elements of astrology from a psychological point of view. I'm a psychological astrologer, and you can connect with me and find out more about my work at allisondisler.com or my community classes and learning opportunities over at kindredexplorer.com. Kindred Explorers is a collaborative project with my long-term friend, colleague, and educator Kelly Sage. We offer community and intergenerational classes centered in nature, creative process, mythology and astrology. I would love to connect with you for a reading or see you in a class if you're nearby. And now back to the moments. Here we are on Thursday, April 21st, and the moon is in Capricorn. Cardinal Earth Capricorn. So today's episode will focus on astrologically informed self-care. For moon in Capricorn other celestial points of reference to note today and this week is that the Sun's ingress into steady sensual Taurus has happened it has moved from the initiatory Aries so you might check your natal chart and just refresh yourself what house does the Taurus sign occupy for you you might take a moment take a breath and then turn your focus into that section of your chart and just loosely consider what topics or themes may be coming to light or to life as the sun moves through Taurus in your chart over these next few weeks other things of note that have recently happened is Mars's ingress into Pisces which may provide some catalyzing, quickening, pushing, or spicy elements to the Pisces part of your chart, especially planets or points in the early part of Pisces in this next week or so. And of course, we've got that continued or continuation of the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction, which is hanging around 24-25 degrees Pisces or so for a little while. It'll be there a little longer before Jupiter moves on into Aries, around wednesday may 11th so we're still having a lot of pisces action too there's a lot to digest and reflect upon or come to terms with or connect with in the pisces section of our charts it'll be interesting to see after we have that jupiter neptune conjunction and the later part of pisces if there's anything that is catalyzed or sort of made into action as mars comes into that part of pisces Uh, later next week or towards the end of this month. So a lot of astrologers have been reading the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction as quite a beneficial or benefic event or occurrence celestially, so some good omens or good possibilities. I think this is partly because both Jupiter and Neptune are pretty comfortable and even feel at home in Pisces, so this can indicate an expansion or an expansive type of experience And that section of our chart doesn't mean that it's going to happen all at once, like one you know, major big expansive event's gonna happen, but there may be a tendency towards that kind of movement. Another way that I'm starting to see this play out for people recently for some of us is that some of us are also coming into recognition of what big hopes and dreams we're wanting to hold on to and what big hopes and dreams are actually figments of the past or dreams that need to be allowed to dissolve. And I think while this can be beneficial or even ultimately clarifying, it can also illuminate some big encompassing feelings that emerge when we're seeking those big questions in ourselves, like, what do I believe in now? Or what do I have faith in? Or what do I hope for? Or do I feel a spiritual connection in my life? You know, another one of these questions are, what do I do with shattered dreams? However you experience this time, whether personally in questions of hope or faith, or collectively through aspirations or religious inquiry, or for some of us, we just have this sort of vague notion of being more in touch with an expansive energy that may include liminality, dreams, synchronicity or being in touch with your intuition just pay attention to how you are feeling during this time again i think some of us may be feeling expansive some of us may be feeling confused or even in that sort of dreamy lethargic state also check out what house pisces represents for you you may be facing some big questions now that aren't things to be answered right away or even acted upon right away. And again, check in when Mars does pass that point. See if you are having some more action-oriented energy. With all that being said, we can now center into our topic for today, which is astrologically informed self-care for a moon in Capricorn. And for this podcast, we'll center in on how the moon can help us inform ourselves in regards to self-care. The moon is only one way or one tool that can help us understand about our personal self-care and nourishment, especially when it comes to feeling emotionally nourished. So in a podcast, we can only cover a little bit, but I think the moon is a very powerful place to land. In natal charts, I typically look to the moon to indicate a few things. The moon represents our emotional processing style or how we go through an emotional scenario or sort through our emotions. The moon also indicates what we need to feel emotionally nourished and can give us clues to how we were nourished as a young person. The moon can also point to representing our physical bodies, especially the fluid functions like digestion, Finally, the moon also indicates the perception, not the actual representation, but our perception of the mother or primary care figure. When thinking of primary care figure, I like folks to think about the person who is primarily responsible for early feeding, bottle or breastfeeding, and or soothing. So just take a moment to digest all of that. As small babies, we each generally had one, sometimes two figures, who are primary nourishers. The moon usually indicates that one, or possibly two, I like to think of if you can identify one primary care person. The moon usually speaks to that person. For more of an in depth talk on the way I read the moon in charts, if you're interested in that, and I, in some more about the role of our primary nurturers and emotional nurturance, go back and revisit episodes 27 and 28 of this podcast. It is worth saying again that not all of us have an understanding of the words. Emotional nourishment, especially if we have come from backgrounds or long habitual processes of feeling emotionally malnourished. This can happen through early upbringing that included complex stress or bonding challenges or even long term relationship patterns of not being seen, heard, or listened to. But one important thing to remember is that we are incredibly adaptable and we can build or rebuild resiliency back into our nervous systems. So even if this is new to you, or you feel like you're starting fresh right now, great job. So this is part of it, just opening up your perspective. It's a good spot to begin or to augment your emotional nourishment literacy skills. For you, Capricorn Moon, we can start with some possible ways you may have perceived the mother or primary care figure of your early life. So just see if any of this rings true for you. It's possible that this person is or was perceived as being a hard worker, even burdened or shouldering a lot of responsibility in some way. Sometimes we have a single parent here. That could be one of those ways of shouldering a lot of responsibility. They may also have been a person who's sort of at the top of the mountain in their profession, so to speak, or a diligent and persistent worker, or a responsible person who professionally or personally achieved their aims they may have been perceived as enduring or even a workaholic or very dedicated to get to where they were going concerned with status and the order of things and recognition so being seen as somebody worth recognizing this person may have achieved a lot and received and needed to be recognized for their status or their expertise A strong earth-like person who works well and almost excels at climbing through structures. So this may also have been a person who is perceived very well within structures of government or business, politics, laws, hospitals, schools, or corporations, so places of structure. Hard work may have been a theme of this person's life. Sometimes this can also be perceived as a strong work ethic, or someone with a strong relationship to work or even older ways of doing things, including connections with tradition or the old order. Before we continue, take a moment to reflect. What if this rings true for you in regards to your perception of your mother figure or primary care person? Then take a moment to further reflect. You might even like to pause this. Just think, what if this was inherently true of them and what belongs to you and your perception of them? It can be really powerful or even subtly life-changing to contemplate life from an astrological point of view because from this lens we can consider what is actually of truth or what is our perception of quote truth. So what is true about characters in the way that we see others? Is it truly them? Is it our perception of them? Or is it a blending? It's sort of a both and scenario. It is useful to consider the way we perceive our primary care figure because this often is the same person that was cellularly teaching us about nourishment, either through direct feeding or was modeling to us how to nourish ourselves either through direct action or implicit behaviors, which may or may not actually have been nourishing. And simultaneously, how we perceived our primary care person has some connection and some link to what we need to feel emotionally nourished. Astrologically speaking, a moon in Capricorn is generally nourished by having something to work hard at. It is nourished by status and recognition, really to be noticed for its hard work and effort put into something, to be recognized. A moon in Capricorn is nourished by having a duty or a responsibility or a dedication to something or someone. And that can be in an emotional relationship too. So that commitment, that dedication, and having somebody reciprocate that is quite important. It's almost like a capricorn moon needs to be called towards and fulfilled and work hard at a vocation or a project or even a person and and pursuing it with sort of a structure and dedication so there's a big element of structure there climbing in one's vocation or achieving something through the act of upward movement might be very satisfying to a moon in capricorn you may feel emotionally fulfilled you know sustained by that kind of movement emotionally having a moon in capricorn may feel as if you are responsible or have been responsible for holding a lot emotionally so this could be either emotional responsibility for your own self early on or in some cases having to be responsible for the emotions or the actual body Of the mother or the primary care person so that could also be being responsible for siblings or other people in the order of the family a moon in capricorn is not unfamiliar with burdens or even feeling as if there is a huge capacity to hold and handle the heavy stuff of this earth in regards to emotional processing a moon in capricorn may want to stay within the practical tangible ways of moving forward climbing out of the watery depths or mess of emotional chaos if that's the way it's felt you know swimming in those chaotic waters but there is a real gift of being able to build and manifest structure with any placement we have in Capricorn so that's a gift of it so the motivation generally with a Capricorn moon is to be able to carry and be responsible for a lot but also to be able to build something out of it and maybe even help others build something out of their emotions if you have a capricorn moon what of this seems to resonate with you or conversely what doesn't quite hit the mark and how would you think about what your moon needs to feel nourished <music> And we're back so to all of you capricorn moons out there what do you know you need to feel emotionally nourished so what have you learned so far or what have you generated what seems to resonate with you has anyone come up with words like structure or boundaries or having something meaningful to work towards how about being recognized for your work or your work ethic in this last section here, I'll offer some practical suggestions for you to experiment in regards to self care for your moon in Capricorn. The invitation here is to try one or more of these out. If it speaks to you, you can journal about it and then see if it connects or embodies with your actual experience of having a moon in Capricorn or not. So this is an invitation. So Capricorn moons, take a moment to notice. Do you feel you have a duty a mission or calling or something that you can work hard at this doesn't have to be your job necessarily maybe it's your duty or dedication to pick up debris or trash in a beloved city park maybe you feel you have a duty or calling to visit elders at a nursing home or write one blog entry a week something you can dedicate yourself towards no matter what it is identify what you feel dutiful or dedicated to or towards and focus a little into that. You could also just pick a small part of that so it doesn't have to be all-encompassing. It's just something that you can pursue and consistently pursue it. Make sure you allow time daily or weekly to fulfill your dedication and what you authentically feel called to or dedicated towards, what really pulls your being. In regards to work ethic, notice how you can call in the equal and integrative axis point of Capricorn, which is its opposite, that's Cancer. And when you call on the power of Cancer or the opposite of Capricorn, you can sort of integrate its understanding on the axis line to consider how your work ethic or attitude about work can develop into an atmosphere of stewardship and cultivation. So when you're stewarding yourself or cultivating your work habits or ethic, it's a much different than driving yourself to work or workaholism or, or just working yourself to the bone. And of course, Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. Saturn represents the bones and the structures of things. When you bring in a little bit of that stewardship atmosphere or that Cancerian back in, you can soften a little bit around considering cultivating your work ethic or stewarding yourself so it's like more like a garden rather than uh, you know a workhorse there remember all the elements around yourself that can help care for your body and the things that help support your ability to work so remember that there's a support system around you and just recognize that and enjoy the effort that you put in and enjoy the things that support you to be able to do that so give some thanks to the things around you maybe make a list about it take a moment also to reflect on recognition notice in your life who truly sees you for the whole person you are not just your ability to work or hold responsibility so that might be a hard thing to face but you're also wanting to just notice that you are a full person, you have a lot of ability to hold things, maybe even emotionally. But identify your authentic whole person support team or family and recognize when folks are only appreciating your effort and ability to hold and be responsible for things and definitely watch out for others who are needing you to hold their emotions. So you're wanting to look at people who are able to also hold their own. And finally, Capricorn Moons on the path of self-care, appreciate and recognize your ability to manifest structure and boundaries. So celebrate this and notice it. Also, though, take a big breath and engage every now and again in an activity that is less boundary to make sure your structure remains supple. Maybe for you, this is simply making sure you do a yoga twist every morning and every evening. So you're actually encouraging yourself to kind of lean out of that linear boundariness. So you're doing a twist one way and the other way. So keeping yourself supple, you might also like to try something a little boundarylessness, a little more like a modern dance or ecstatic dance, something that is a free form dance movement or free form drawing or painting, or engaging in play with a young person or a baby that doesn't really have a point, you're not achieving anything, you're not really building a status, you're just there in the experience. It's a way that you can simply refresh your whole system to be supple and not always have to work at things or be so boundary. So you can come back to your work and your boundaries with a refreshed kind of supple point of view. Okay, I'll write you all. The last thing I'm going to send you out with is all you Capricorn moons and anyone with a lot of Capricorn processes, go get yourself a massage. So loosen up and find somebody that you can really just melt into and allow them to hold some of that structure while you relax your boundaries in a safe place to nourish your body. All right. Enjoy everyone. Until next time, breathe deep, linger long.